Hey guys, you are listening to the Rima Chapel Podcast, which brings the message of Jesus Christ to the lost all across the globe. Today's speaker is our own pastor, Reverend Samuel Donkoforte, pastor of Rima Chapel, Belfort, Germany. Hope you enjoy the message. 2020 lessons uh, from the miracle at the gate. You know, the year 2020 is not a normal year like most other years. Because, you see, this particular year is the year that is opening up a whole decade to you. And so, it's not a year like you are moving from 2018 to 2019. This is a year that opens a whole decade to you. So, it's a very critical year. And so, we have to understand that spiritual gates... Physical gates. You know, when somebody even say educational gates, they mean that anything that gives you access to something is a gate. Remember, when you have gates, people win things or people lose things at the gate. Those of you who are a little bit more inclined to reading the Bible, you know that the Bible teaches that When Lot left Abraham, he set his face towards Sodom. And then eventually, in the day that the angels were coming to Sodom, the Bible said he was sitting at the gate. Am I right about that? Now, notice that because he was sitting at the gate, he saw the angels. You know, when you sit at the gate or when you get to the gate, you have access to certain things others cannot have. Being at the gate meant that he had access to classified information that a lot of the city didn't have. Do you understand me? He knew certain secret things, and by virtue of what he knew, he had the capacity of saving his whole family. And so gates are important, and so consider that 2020 is important. I believe that it is important for your life and for my life because God is not in your life and my life to put us down. God never, never comes into people's lives to put them down. When Adam and his wife sinned, you know what God said. Because when he came, the snake through whom the sin came, he said, you are cursed. You go on your stomach or on your belly. But When he came to the man, he said to the man, cursed be the ground for your sake. What did the ground do wrong? So God is not in the business of putting people down, cursing people, destroying people's lives. If God has his own way, everybody will be blessed. And sometimes some of the things that makes my heart sad is that when things go wrong sometimes, people blame God. You know, I, 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 want to, I want to make it clear that when we don't understand something, it's better to say we don't understand it. Because, you see, if God does everything, then Jesus won't teach us to pray and say, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So a lot of things happen that God didn't do, and they say God did it. Sometimes when somebody has a, one, only one child, the devil killed the child, they say, ah, God has killed the child. 
Sometimes when somebody swear, 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 they work for years. Only two months to go for rented. Then, envy that they get a stroke or something. Uh, they just die like that. So all these years that they have worked, the savings they have done, it just goes like that. And they say, oh, it is the doing of the law. Mm-mm. It's not the doing of the law. When you read the Bible, you hear the word of God make it clear that you shall not marry a wife and then another person take it. You will not sow a vineyard that when it is time to harvest, another person comes to harvest that vineyard to eat. This is the God we are serving. He doesn't do bad things. So when there are bad things, they happen because we are in an evil world and a lot of bad things happen in a bad place. How many of you know that when sometimes somebody is breaking into your car, he doesn't break into your car because he knows you. He just breaks into your car because, ah, he has seen that this car, there's something in it, I want, and they just take it. So sometimes some evil things happen because we are in an evil world. And if you are a Christian, you also know that our Christian life is supposed to be the life of a soldier. And you know, a soldier's life, when anybody enrolls in an army, they never promise you life. They promise you honor. They promise you fame. They promise you they will make you a hero. That means die for us and you will live in our hearts forever. That's what the army tells people. It's the truth I'm telling you. Now when you come to the kingdom of God, it is not exactly the same, but certain aspects are true. In a war, even stray bullets can kill people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so sometimes some things happen to some people and then we are like, God did it. Mm -mm. God didn't do it. When this man, a mighty man, they say he was one of the 30 mighty men in Israel. The day that he died, was God the one who killed him? No. No. It is David who gave the commander information that when the battle is hot, he will need support, but withdraw the support from him. So you see, sometimes good soldiers die in the battlefront because they lack the support that they need. And then when human beings who should give the support didn't give, then they say, now God will give, God will don't take. Uh-uh. Just because God is patient, he doesn't want to talk, so we put everything on him. My dear friends, I think that is not the right thing we should be doing. Because if we do that, the devil likes it. It makes things easy for him. <clears throat> so Elijah, I will be quick and fast because this thing, for me, this thing is going to time me. And so please, quarter two, then you, you make the thing begin to, you know, the clock. Uh-huh. Good. So then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. This does save the Lord tomorrow. Sorry, it is 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. Are you okay there? Okay. That saved the Lord. Oh, Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. That saved the Lord. Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Notice it's in the gate. It was in the same gate that somebody lost the opportunity to put his name into history. You know, it is at the gate that the right to marry uh, uh, 
what do you call it, Ruth was decided. And whoever married Ruth was going to give birth to somebody who eventually gave birth to David. And it is through David that the Messiah came. So that transaction at the gate was taking somebody's name out of history and putting another person's name into history. I pray to God that any transaction you will be taking in 2020, you will not take a transaction that will put you out of history, but you will take a, trans- a transaction that will put you into history. Amen. You will not take a transaction that will bring a setback to you, but you will take one that will bring profit, increase, enlargement to you. Amen. Number two, then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thy eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. I want you to please just jump to the verse number 16 and 17, I believe. Verse 16 said, Oh, let me write from verse 16. So, and they went out after them into Jordan, and lo, all the verses was full of garments. All the way was full of garments and vessels which the Syrians had cast away in their haste. And the messengers returned and told the king. Verse 16. And the people went out and spoiled the tents of the Syrians. So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel according to the word of the Lord. Verse 17. And the king appointed the Lord on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gate. And the people trod upon him in the gate, and he died, as the man of God had spoken, uh, has said, who spoke when the king came down. Please, I want you to just take a couple of lessons here, because here we are at the gate of 2020. And some of these things that is a lesson here can help us. You know, God has not promised any Christian that life will be very, very easy. When I say flow, flow, Bombay, 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 Basa, then everything is moving cool like that. God didn't promise anybody that. God said, when you go through the waters, meaning that in life, sometimes there are waters which can drown you. When you go through the waters, I'll be with you. When you go through the fire, sometimes there are some fires that will devour your enemies. But God would not allow those fires to devour you. Why? Because he will be with you. So, my friends, in 2020, if you should have any challenge, any difficulty, anything at all that you could not do, but God will have to intervene or step in for you, please understand that God doesn't do miracles because he wants people to see that he's, he's great, he can do it. That's not the reason God does miracles. God does miracles because he has compassion. Because he wants to meet your need. When you are in need and you call upon God, if God has to make the daytime dark and the, and the dark time day in order to sort that thing out for you, he will do it. So be confident that this God you are working with is ready to do anything for you. Am I talking to somebody? That is the first lesson we should learn. 
Here are people who were so, so hungry that money was not important to them. How many of you know that you can get to a place where when you need food, even if you have seven million, you will give it for that food because you can't eat the money. So they were in a place where things were so tough. So what they needed was what would meet their need. And that came through another means that most people don't talk about these days. The Bible said, a prophet spoke and he said, tomorrow by this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel. Listen, my dear friends, when a man speaks for God, he doesn't speak because he has any power. If God is not willing to back what he has said, what he has said is useless. But God has a way of doing things so that people will know that he is at work and he cares about people. So God will always look for a person who will speak what he wants to do. And when it is spoken, God will do it. Listen, in 2020, the first prophet of your life should be yourself. Hello? The first prophet in your life must be yourself. When you are in the difficulty, don't say the difficulty. Me, as for me, this thing is so painful. It is this pain that will kill me. To have spoken, you have, you, have, you have said what you shouldn't say. But if it is the pain you are feeling, and you are saying, oh God, have mercy upon me. This thing, I can't take it anymore. But I'm not willing to leave my children to do something about this. You'll be surprised. You see, some people have suffered some things because they have not called upon the Lord. But the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is written. It cannot be otherwise. So the second thing we need to understand is, in difficulties, what takes you out of the difficulty is a prophetic word. Meaning that it is not a word that is emphasizing what you are in. It is a word that is declaring the next stage you should be in. I will explain. You remember that when, in the beginning, when God created this world and everything was dark and void, the Bible said when God came, everything was dark, shapeless, empty. But what did God do? God didn't say, oh, what a mess this planet is in. See how much darkness covering everything. No, 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 no. That's not the goal. That's not what he wanted. So the first thing God said is, let there be light. He spoke the solution. Speak the solution. Are you 39 years, you still want to get married? Then 2020, you can get married. Speak that solution. Are you 42? And you don't have a child? And they say by 45, your monthly cycles will cease. So you are stressed up. Well, in 2020, that child can come. Speak the word. These are important lessons. I pray that you don't forget because in the stress of life, we tend to forget that the things that help us, they are the basic things. The basic things. Not complicated things. The basic things. So the man said, Two measures of flour will be sold for a shekel. But you see, 
Anytime you hear the prophetic word, please listen carefully. God does not joke with his word. He said every idle word you speak, you should give account. Is that not so? Meaning that he, God, he doesn't speak anything he doesn't expect results from. So I'm, I'm coming to the place, or, or let me put it this way, I'm striving to stay in the place where this thing is a serious reality before me. That I try to understand that when I speak in the name of the Lord, it shall be done. I'm getting, or I try, I strive to stay in that place. And I want you to understand, my dear friends, that when somebody speaks in God's name in line with the word of God, understand that what God requires from you is faith. When somebody tells you something that is naturally impossible, don't just get up and say, "Mm -mm 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 -mm, this one it cannot be. You should be smart like Mary was. Because you see, whether it can be or it cannot be, it isn't you who spoke it. So the best you can say is a word of prayer. Be it done unto me according to your word. So I should have said, may it be so as you have said. After all, if it is so, the people who are dying from hunger, they'll have something to eat. So this is not the time to say that, no, this kind of thing cannot be. Because you see, anytime God wants to save people and you want to destroy them, you come in a place of opposition to God. And trust me, God, uh, I like this song, this song that uh, the Nigerians sing. Uh, Satan come off our road. Oh. I got Holy Ghost. My motto go jam you. <laughs> I like that. Because you see, when God speaks and God is thinking about doing good to a lot of people, and here you are, one man, you want to reverse what God has said. If God doesn't take action against what you are doing, you will hinder the word of God. It's better to keep your mouth shut than to speak unbelief when God has spoken. This is why the father of John the Baptist, he became, mm, he can't talk. He couldn't talk again because if he's allowed to get out of that temple and go out, that unbelief, he will spread it all around and create trouble. But because it was before him and the angel alone, he shut his mouth. That unbelief, had he said it before some other person, he would have died. Are you listening to me? <laughs> so in 2020, no matter how difficult your situation is, understand that a prophetic word can deliver you. Understand that sometimes you may be in such a pressure in the battle that the prophetic word cannot come through you. Why? Because the pressure you are in, it doesn't give you chance to go deep. That means God will have to find somebody else to use. And when God decides to use anybody, you don't decide who. Sometimes God can use your own child. I say, Daddy, it shall be well. Daddy, you know we have inside information. It shall be well. You know, this child is just, just heard that they say God can do anything. So that's what he's telling you. But it is God talking through the child. Sometimes you can come to church and your pastor can talk. How many of you know that sometimes when I say some things, I don't even remember what I say? Because sometimes these things, they don't come from here. They just come from here. So when they go, they are gone. 
And sometimes some things happen and some people are saying it. And I know I don't have anything to do with it. It's just God who is doing his own thing. So my dear friends, the prophetic word will help you. Position yourself properly for the prophetic word. Be slow to speak, but very, very fast to hear. When you hear anything, stop, pause, think before you speak. Please, can you turn to somebody and say, in 2020, when you hear anything, whether good or bad, take your time before you respond. Hallelujah. So this man said, well, for me, I don't believe this kind of thing. You know, these men of God, these days, there are a lot of crooked men of God, and I'm sure this can be one of them. You want to deceive everybody. Well, you can fool everybody, but not me. Me, I'm smart. Well, listen, anything at all you cannot believe for, you also don't have a right to enjoy. That is the next lesson we learn from this thing. If you cannot believe for anything, you cannot enjoy. Listen, the Bible said, God has God is the one, Psalm 103, the verse number 2 and 3. The Bible says what? Can you, can you just bring me? The Bible says that it is God who, 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 who what? Who, who, uh, Psalm 103, the verse number 2 and 3. The Bible says what? Uh, he, he gives us benefits. Ne? Are you there? Just, just bring me. I, I just want to use it for illustration. There are benefits that God gives us. It's plenty. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Verse 3 said, Who forgives all your iniquities? And then, number 2, Who heals all your diseases? This is God's word. Whether you think it is possible or not, it's immaterial. Why? Because the realm where God lives, everything is possible. You are living in a realm where some things can be possible, others cannot. But he is living in a place where all things are possible. And you know how you get connected to him? By just believing that if he says it, it must be so. So you see, if you don't believe that your iniquities, all of it can be forgiven, you cannot be saved. It doesn't mean that God has not done it. He has done his part. But if you don't believe, you can't be saved. Secondly, if you believe and you are saved... Some people believe and they are saved. And that's all. They are okay with that. When you are like that, you can die like Lazarus. Sick with sauce, eating crumbs from somebody's table. You still go to heaven. That's all right. But if you can believe that all your sins are forgiven, why don't you believe that all your sicknesses too are also healed? Because it's the same word. It's up to you to make a choice. What you want to believe. In 2020, I am telling you anything God says, that is life. Believe it. Just believe it. Turn to somebody and say, just believe it. Say, just because God said it, it is true. So believe it. Thank you. So this man didn't understand that God cannot give you the ability. You know, when somebody is giving opportunity to be at the gate, it means he gives access to other people. How can you be, be asked to manage something you don't believe in? 
Hello? In 2020, if you don't believe that God can bless you and put money in your pocket, you cannot be giving money to manage. Hello? Can I come again? 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 9. We know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ that although he was rich, he became poor. And the Bible says, for what reason? So that we, through his poverty, might be rich. It's an exchange. Just like he was sinless, he became sin for us. So that we can become the righteousness of God. So he also became poor. Imagine somebody who walks on streets of gold becoming somebody who will use uh, the thing that the sheep eat for his kinder bargain. <coughs> Jesus' kinder bargain was the crib that the, the, the animals eat from. Yeah, his baby cot was what the animals ate from. I challenge any of you here. None of you have been born and laid in a manger before. Has anybody been laid in a manger here before? But that has to be Jesus' situation so that you can understand that God is not in the, in, in the business of making people poor. Poverty is the reason people become vulnerable. Do you understand me? And you see, those of us who are here in this country, sometimes we do many things we shouldn't do. Our conscience knows that thing is wrong, and yet we are doing it. You know why? Because of poverty. If we had the means, we would not do it. Don't you think that when you have the means, so that instead of you always going around with a pan begging people, you too, you are free to help anybody who have a need, don't you think that would be more pleasurable to God? So you see, in 2020, if you want to believe that when you are poor, it makes God happy, God is never going to put money in your pocket. You will work, and by the 20, uh, what do you call it, 10 days to the new month, your pocket will be empty. Because you, you believe that when you are poor, it glorifies God. But if you believe that when God gives you more, it gives you opportunity to be able to help others. And you are that kind of person. So you are believing God for something. You know, when you look at people and they are in need, when somebody asks you for something and you cannot help, it pains your heart. You are like, I wish I had more. If you were that kind of person, then you know that God likes to empower others to do good. So when you are like that, you will believe that God can prosper you. And when you believe that God can prosper you, then God will entrust you with prosperity. God cannot entrust you with anything you can't believe. Listen, my dear friends, you may be born poor, but you are not supposed to die poor. You may be born, excuse me, excuse me, in a family that is so, so, so without honor. But God doesn't intend that you should also die as a man or a woman without honor. Are you ready or are you able to believe God that when you are at the gate, you are at a place of exchange and that you can exchange what you don't need right now for what you want? Will you do that? Is anybody here who wants to believe God? I know my time is up. And so because my time is up, I want to close. 
But I, I want to make a couple of comments before I close. 2020 is a year when a lot of the distraction and the opposition, the hindrance that you have had, if you will believe God, God will cut it off. I'm talking to somebody. Some of the enemies that have hindered you until now, they are expiry date. It's in the next 17 minutes. Because when you cross over, those enemies cannot cross over with you. Anybody at all who is here, who knows that with God all things are possible, must know that any day where you are alive is a day where you can have a miracle. What is a miracle? A miracle is nothing other than God intervening in the normal affairs of human life. When the normal laws of nature are thrown aside so that you can have what you are not supposed to have, that is called a miracle. Hallelujah. Our brother was saying the instruments that were manufactured to detect things, they were detecting something. And they told him that he should go and come again. And he believed God that when he goes, they won't see anything. If the thing was still there, when he went, they would see it. But when he went, that thing has left. You know why? Because somebody has a power to cause certain things. The Bible says, well, at the mention of his name, every knee bows. Some knees are too strong for you to bend them. But the Lord can bend them for you. Hallelujah. Can we be on our feet? Thank you for taking our time to tune in. For more information on our services, visit our website www.wimachapu.org. You can also join us for our weekly conference calls on Thursdays. More details on our website. Also make sure to check our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube platforms.